Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. 10, 10 9, 9, 8, 8, 7, 7 6, 6, 5, 5 4, 4, 3, 2, 1. Now it's time for the Mercedes in the Morning pre-show. Mix 94.1. Good morning and welcome to the pre-show. It is finally Friday, September 15th. So happy to have you guys joining us. Thank you for checking in. We love seeing your text. First thing in the morning, we open up our text line. We check out who is listening and we love seeing you guys checking in. You can do that by calling us or texting us at 702-364-9400. Good morning. Good morning to you. I was thinking about this driving in. We haven't had an update on your daughter, Brooklyn, and her ankle. Um, oh, I was going to bring that up after this next break. Oh, you were? Uh, yeah. Oh, okay. So maybe, maybe around 540. I was actually, uh, we were on the same page. I was going to bring that up. And that's why that was on the top of my mind as I'm driving in, because I did see that little note that I'm like <laughs> thinking about her driving in. So coming up in f- less than 15 minutes, yeah. the full update. Because we need that. Uh, but, need um, that. but it's the update is great so far. Good. But she has a check-in on um, Monday with the doctor just to see if she can remove her boot. But I just noticed uh, noticed some sacrifices and stuff around the house because of her situation. So, yeah, <laughs> she's doing great. Yeah, thanks for asking. And then also I was thinking, too, driving in, your fantasy league that you did with these, that you're doing with these ladies. And these these are, I mean, the top-tier ladies of fantasy football you're playing against. It's, it's with full-time fantasy and then... Um, the Circa. And so it's like a f- for sure legit uh, fantasy football league. Yes. I was looking at the, the, the there was a write up about the whole thing and all the ladies that are in it. Every single one. Fantasy expert. This, that and everything. Week one was a, a, a loss. Was it? Oh, yeah. Oh, did they do a write-up on the week, on no, week one? Uh, I think it was the initial after the oh, initial, the initial draft. One? Yeah, I was trying to follow okay. along. Oh, I was like, oh, no. Because <laughs> the, the initial draft, I wanted to cry after when they analyzed my draft choices. Savages! They were Savages. so rude. <laughs> so rude. I'm reading this. I'm like, God, she's not a professional football team. She's <laughs> <laughs> just a fantasy. But here's the thing. What, what got me is that I have been doing fantasy for a while mm-hmm. now. And people who have never done it before got better grades than I did. And, and like, I in the draft, they were like, uh, blah, blah, blah. Like, they didn't know who they uh-huh. were. And I'm like, what? <laughs> and and here they are. They got better grades. They did better. And some of them beat me. Um, we, Well, the first two weeks are just, like, the top six are get wins. The bottom six get losses. And your girl came in second to last. So, you know, it was. Hey, you weren't last. It, uh, yeah, but the the person who was last didn't set their lineup. Oh, dude, you don't have to tell us that. 
full transparency i'll tell you though last night um i was going back and forth with the game last night um and i had a player that i could use and i'm like do i use them last week they didn't get me any points they got me like 1.2 but i don't know why my gut is telling me to go this week with them like oh and i was doing read-ups on them and people are experts are like if you don't start this person this week you might as well get rid of them like you should start them and so three minutes before the game i totally changed my lineup reset it and um the guy he ended up all i every time i look up at the screen um on the football game he was just running i got 27.1 points from him solid it was deandre swift and he was he was the running back for the eagles and he was just running all over the place i was like I'm so glad I decided to go with that guy. <laughs> Those last-minute changes, fantasy football, if you do it, you completely understand. If you don't do it, you set your lineup, and you can change players up until right before kickoff, before that game starts. And so many people do fantasy, you start to second-guess your lineup and make those last-minute changes, and a lot of times it doesn't work in your favor. This did. That's awesome. Uh, I'm, I'm glad, because last week my decisions did not work <laughs> in my favor. But, yeah, it's a, it's, it's a weird thing. And then on um, our personal league, I'm playing J-Love this week, and so he hasn't like he didn't say anything to me yesterday Mm -hmm. so i was kind of surprised like we didn't even talk at all yesterday and i was like huh i wonder when he's gonna start like coming at me like trash talking you and i Mm -hmm. um he uh he's we both had a player in last night and he's beating me this morning so i'm just waiting just waiting for him to say something i tuned into that game towards the tail end i think the eagles were up by it was like up by like two touchdowns and minnesota came back and scored there's like seven minutes left so now they were within a touchdown all of a sudden the eagles just put the turn up put the throttle on the thing just took off of them yeah so it was a good game though last night i was heavily invested so yeah football is back and then um speaking of football um, I went to University of Colorado in Boulder, and when I first started out in college, I ended up graduating at UNLV. But um, the talk of the town is is Deion Sanders being the head coach, and like everyone in Colorado is all about the CU Buffs right now. And we were uh, talking to some friends and family back there, and they're like, "Hey, you guys got to come out for a CU game." Like everybody's talking about them more so than the Broncos, and <laughs> and the tickets to to go to a CU game are more expensive than any nfl ticket right now no kidding insanity up there insanity do you know how they did the first game or first two games they won their first two games that's great they they beat tcu and then last week they beat nebraska and then this weekend it's a csu that's the in-state rivalry colorado state university so yeah that's been the whole talk like he is flipping that football program on its head and everyone's just everyone's trash talking him but then they win and they're like oh yeah the the proof is in the pudding when you win the games they beat tsc uh TCU and Nebraska, those are two big wins. Well, TCU was nationally ranked. Yeah. Nebraska wasn't, but they uh, put a throttle on, on them, as you would say. <laughs> what did you say? Put a throttle in on them? Or what, what? what did I just say? You said it with the Eagles games. Like, they put a throttle in oh, on they tur- them. Oh, uh, they uh, put the throttle down or oh, something. Something, I was something like, what, like that. The what? The what? The what? Foot on the pedal. Like, <laughs> yeah, but anyway, off. they, uh, yeah, so they uh, they have another game this weekend. Everyone's trying to get us to go out there. I'm like, uh, yeah, I don't, I don't want to have to take it alone to get tickets for that game. That'd be fun, though, to yeah, see that. it'll you- be a 
a good one. UNLV lost to Michigan last week. That was a tough one. They played Vanderbilt tomorrow here in town. What are they doing putting them up against Michigan? Is it all about? I like that was not very nice. Who scheduled that? That I mean, come on, it's Michigan. Why are we doing that? Like, why? That it was me. National attention. They had Notre Dame the I year know, prior. It was national for national attention. attention. <laughs> it makes me sad. It's. I was uh, last weekend was the weekend I was with buddies in Sedona, and they're just I mean sports fanatics, and so they're like, "Who's UNLV playing today?" I'm like, "I think they're playing Michigan." <laughs> yeah. Oh, you're not a sports fanatic. <laughs> well, I'm a sports fan, but, but not like a fanatic like these guys are. But then, <laughs> but then it's like that one weekend where you know they're like, "Oh, who's UNLV playing?" I'm like, "Oh, they play Michigan." Oh, I just happen to know this one. <laughs> Thanks for asking. <laughs> no, meaning as also too like all eyes on UNLV and they don't have a chance oh, of winning. Yeah, like, oh yeah, I know. I know that's not the kind of attention that they want. Like put them up against teams that they have a shot. Like that's just not fair. To go up against Michigan. Come it's on tough. Now. <laughs> Vanderbilt tomorrow. There's a win. There you go. Let's uh, let's keep our fingers crossed. Go UNLV. Let's start the show. Time for the pre-show. You pick them. You guys get to pick the first song of the show. Do you want to hear Sweat by Inner Circle? Girl, I want to make you sweat. Sweat till you can't sweat no more. And if you cry out, I'm going to push it. Push it, push it. Do you want to hear Butterfly by Crazy Town? Come, my lady. Come, come, my lady. You're my butterfly. Or do you want to hear I Tried by Macy Gray? Those are your choices. You can get your votes in right now. You can do that a couple of ways. You can tweet us. Mercedes in the AM. You can vote on our Facebook page or you can text or call us right now at 702-364-9400. We're going to count your votes now and reveal the winner next on Mix 94.1. Coming up next. Coming up next. Mix 94.1. Here we go. You're going to want to hear this. We have more to come on the pre-show this morning. On the way next, uh, we mentioned it earlier. My daughter, she fractured her ankle. She's been walking around in a boot and I've noticed I've been doing something ever since that happened. Uh, I've been spoiling her in a way that I don't normally give in. And I think a lot of us may do this to people that we care about. We'll talk about that coming up next. But first, the votes are in and Butterfly by Crazy Town is the pre-show. You pick them. You choose the music. You pick it. We play it. It's Mercedes in the morning. Pre-show. You pick them. So we were talking about it earlier, and if you missed it, I, we talked about it a couple of times, but not that much. But I, I can't believe all the people that are checking in with me, checking on my daughter. It was um like three weeks ago, I got a call from her in the afternoon, and I just knew something was wrong because she was supposed to be at volleyball practice. I answer. She's crying. Um, she's like, Mom, I need you, my ankle. And I was like, I, like I, I don't remember anything after that. I kind of blacked out and drove to the school. And we took her to the emergency room. Uh, they kind of ace bandaged her up and was like, ah, oh, she'll be okay. Uh, but follow up with your doctor on Monday. Followed up with the doctor. He's like, oh, boy. That's never good when you hear that. He's like, yeah, we need you to go to an orthopedist. So they ran x-rays. They they thought it was a sprain initially, but when the swelling went down, they realized she did actually fracture her ankle. So she's been in a walking boot ever since. And I've noticed I've been spoiling her like crazy ever since <laughs> and it, just because i feel so bad for her and in in what way am i spoiling her it's i noticed that i have totally changed 
the things that I watch in order to appease her. And I am like, I don't I'm turning into a 14 year old girl with some of the things like, how are you feeling today, baby? And she's like, oh, things hurt. And I'm like, oh, do you want to watch a show? She's like, yeah. Yeah. So what do we watch? Uh, Love Island. Oh, okay. So now I'm watching Love Island with my daughter, which I'm like, wow, this is an interesting choice that she wanted to watch. And then um, the the other day we watched the entire city of uh, the entire season of XO Kitty. Have you watched that? Oh, no, <laughs> it's it's the it's the sister it's of the girl from To All the Boys I've Loved Before. Okay, and it was actually really cute. Um, I I'm sleeping on the floor next to her bed so that I could just make sure if she needs anything. And now it's like getting better, so I I don't need to be doing these things. But do you uh, did you ever like make a show or movie sacrifice out of love because you cared about someone and you didn't want to watch it? But you're like, I just, I care about them, so I'm going to watch it because I love them. And you, yeah, you want to do anything you can for them to help them out anyway. And Brooklyn's in pain, I, I'd imagine, too, that first weekend because Matt was out of town taking Sophie back to college. And you were just there by yourself with her. And you want to do anything you can to make them feel better. My most recent one with Laura was she was getting a colonoscopy. This was like three or four months ago. And she was kind of in a, in a bad way before it. And like the day prior, she watched Fifty Shades of Grey. And I, I, I saw that movie in the theater with you, uh, and so she watched that, but then the night before her procedure, you, you have to do this drink, and it's just, it's just not fun, and she started to watch Fifty Shades 2, the second movie. Oh my gosh, so I'm sitting there with her, I wanted to be with her, so there I am watching Fifty Shades of Grey 2, and if you thought one was cheesy, oh dear lord, if you oh, ever see man. two, it's uh, ten times worse, oh my gosh. I couldn't even get through the first movie, like, it was just so bad, here's I can't, the, that's a huge sacrifice. I know, here's the Mercedes, I think there's three, she did all three, she, like, she, cause she was up all night with the, with the stuff and everything, she did all three movies, the whole the Fifty Shades of Grey series, prior to colonoscopy. Yeah, the, the show sacrifices that we make, it's, uh... It's unbelievable. And now that now that she's better, she stopped watching Love Island, and now I'm kind of like, well, are we going to finish that? Because I want to see who they end up with. <laughs> Is there season two? we got to keep watching. Welcome to another episode of Mercedes in the Morning. Show number 1917. And now, here's your host, Mercedes and JC. Here's your fun fact for the year 1917. In 1917... The Converse All-Star Chuck Taylor basketball shoe was first produced. You wearing those Chucks today? Well, you credit the year 1917 for those buff, for those puppies. I didn't realize they were there around that long. <laughs> I, I have seen some pairs that look like yeah. they are that old. <laughs> They're that lived in. <laughs> those are the originals? Yeah, got them back in 17. I, I've tried wearing Chucks before. Um, I wore them in high school. like They were big, and then they had a resurgence. I just can't. They're just so flat. They're just a very uncomfortable shoe for me personally, but I think they look super cool. They look cool, but not much support down there. Yeah, just, yeah it's very flat footed and just, yeah, and just the cloth there around it. I feel bad, Steph. It, it's Friday. You should be happy. You should be happy going into the weekend, but she's still sad about something that happened this week. And I think that we need to just put it behind us and move on. So you go into the weekend happy. I think I need to vent it out first before I move on. What, what, th- something is bothering Steph. Does, what happened? to you this week that just really bummed you out get it out now so you go into the weekend with a fresh start 702-364-9400 what was it couple days ago olivia rodrigo saw her last year with her sour tour and she was incredible love this song vampire the her album guts just came out last friday and she announced her guts tour 
And she's not coming to Las Vegas. That's the first thing I looked at when I saw that announcement. I'm like, sweet. Like, you knew she was going to go on a tour for this album. I'm like, now she's in Europe. What the heck? Why she? Why do people skip Las Vegas? Why do they not know it's the entertainment capital of the world? She's close too. She's in L.A. and Phoenix and stuff. She's all around it. She's getting close. Palm Springs. Palm Springs gets it over us. She's in Palm Springs. Yeah, that's how she starts off her tour. No Vegas date, but I'm crossing fingers. Maybe she does extend her tour and she goes to Vegas. But right now, I'm bummed. There's no official Las Vegas date. Well. I was looking and she does there in small print. It says like more dates and, mm-hmm. and cities to be announced. Huh. It says that on there. Um, and it was so funny because I, I totally feel your pain. I was kind of bummed about it, too. And my husband and I are going through the dates. We're like, well, in this in this break, she could easily stop in Las Vegas. It's close enough. Or before the tour, maybe she does like a kickoff date here in Vegas. Like we were there's a, I think there's still a possibility. So don't get too bummed out about it yet. OK, last thing I want to vent out about mm-hmm. the sync thing. I was expecting a tour. I'm expecting a residency. I'm totally hyped up and behind the rumor. And then they come out with just the better place from the Trolls movie. Just a song. Just the song. <sighs> it, it, it was a disappointing week in music for you. It was. It was. I'm still trying to get over it. Oh, man. There's still, I think there's still hope for both. Like you said, Mercedes, there's some closer tour dates. She's got to come to Vegas. And then NSYNC, I think there's still time for them to, to come out with something. A residency makes complete sense. It'd be huge. I think that maybe they're starting to see the reaction they're getting just from showing up at the VMAs in their first song since, what, 2002, 2003? I think they're going to see the power that they still have and do something. That's what I I think that they're going to... Right now, I don't think there's plans, but I think based on the reaction, they're going to change their minds. Like, yeah, you know what, guys? Maybe we should do a tour. Or, yeah, maybe we should do that. And there's still those rumors about them playing at the Super Bowl. Mm-hmm. So maybe there is still hope. Chin up. I'll try. Buck up, little camper. <laughs> I you will. You got this. It's Friday, and maybe I'll turn it around some point in the morning. Uh, what's trending's up next? What do you got for us? Madonna thanking MTV. Time Magazine says these are the stars of the new generation, and Stranger Things is letting you try Scoops Ahoy. That's all coming up in What's Trending. Mercedes in the mornings. What's trending? What's trending on Mix ninety four point one. Madonna is trending this morning, and she is thanking Pepsi for re-releasing her nineteen eighty nine Pepsi commercial at the VMAs the other night. I don't know if you missed it, but it featured her song "Like a Prayer." The video she did for Pepsi, or the commercial rather, it got pulled amid controversy surrounding the song's music video. She posted, thank you, Pepsi, for finally realizing the genius of our collaboration. Artists are here to disturb the peace. Now, at the time of its original release, Pepsi reportedly paid Madonna an unprecedented $5 million to partner with the brand. That was back in 1989. So that, I mean, right now that's huge money. But back then that was Uh really huge money. And that whole video, the controversy with that video. And Madonna had a lot of controversy in her her life. And you look out, I mean, she was just truly was a trailblazer. Do you remember when her book Sex came out? It was like a coffee table book. There was controversy behind that. That was early 90s. And then her other video, Justify My Love, also had controversy too. She And she did that video. Or the movie Truth or Dare. Yes. Like she's she's had a lot of controversy, but I want to say that 
I agree with her her assessment here when she says artists are here to disturb the peace. I think in some ways that's, that's very true. And that's what she was doing. Just making people think or opening their eyes to certain things. And you may not like it, but you're talking about it. You know, it, it's to a point you never want to harm anyone or make a certain group feel a, a certain way. But I just, I, I like how she constantly reinvented herself. Yes. Always, always. And that's why she's so relevant today. Absolutely. Tour coming up next year. Uh, also trending this morning is time 100 next. So time magazine, they put out their time next 100 list. Um, it's got a few familiar faces on it. These are the list recognizes a hundred emerging leaders from around the world. And they're in all sorts of different areas. Uh, they include Kelsey Ballerini, Ice Spice, Haley B, Bieber, Paul Mescal, uh, Tyler J- J- James Williams, for starters. There are three covers for the print version. Ballerini's on one, which, by the way, did you see her performance on the VMAs the other night? No. Uh, first of all, I loved the song. It was so good. And her performance, it was I feel like it was kind of the underrated one of the night. A lot of people were talking about some of the bigger ones, but at one point she's like singing and, and she's wearing this beautiful like white dress. And then all of a sudden the lights get really bright on her. So it's, she's like blinded and then they dim again and she's wearing a completely different dress, a black dress. Like, Whoa, how quickly was that transition? You got to look up the transition. It's awesome. And just her voice. She, Man, she, I think, is really underrated. She, she sounded fantastic. So there's a print version with her on the cover, um, a cover with Jalen Hurts on there, and then a cover of Mary Sacco, the chef, on hers. So there's 50 women, over 50 women on the, this year's list, by the way, which is really cool. Oh, by the way, there's articles on how she pulled off. See how Kelsey pulled off her mid-song costume change. It was awesome. There's stories on this whole thing. Go back this. and watch it, yeah, if you get a chance. And then finally, this morning, Scoops Ahoy is trending. You can now have a little taste of the Upside Down from Stranger Things with a new line of ice cream inspired by the Scoops Ahoy shop in season three. This is the ice cream shop where Steve and Robin both worked. Now, there's even a flavor called The Void, which has activated charcoal in it, so it's black. I I don't think I'd go for that one. There's uh, six other flavors. USS Butterscotch, Triple Decker Extravaganza, Chocolate Pudding, Cinnamon Bun Bites, Mint Flare, and Pineapple Upside Down. It's available for sale right now. These actually sound really good, but you can only get them at Walmart. They're about five bucks for a 14 ounce container. And that is what's trending. Four seconds. It took her to change out, but I just watched it. Four it, seconds. Wasn't that cool? How did she do that? You got to watch it. Oh, she's, oh my gosh. It was she, so here she is in a white dress in literally less than four seconds with the smoke and everything. And just like that. Oh, she's, I'm watching the video when she reveals it. It looks like it's a pull off. She pulls it off yeah, with a black dress underneath. And that's what they revealed, that it was a pull-off. But just the way they did it, it's yeah. like, whoa. Flawless. Wow. <laughs> hey, coming up next, we do have the early edition of Heads Up. And when you win it, you're going to get four tickets to the Age of Chivalry Renaissance Festival. It's Mix 94.1. It's time for Heads Up with Mercedes in the morning on Mix 94.1. Edith, you're caller 20. You ready to play Heads Ooh. Up? Yes, I think I am. All right. We want to get you these Age of Chivalry Renaissance Fair passes. It's so much fun. You're going to have a blast. Your category today is Frank's. National Hot Dog Day was on Sunday. So the, all this is is just different hot dog toppings, things you would put on a hot dog, okay? Okay. Okay. Who do you want to pick as your partner this morning? 
Mercedes. Okay. All right, Edith. 60 seconds on the clock. You get six correct and you win. And you start now. This is yellow. You, it could be... Mustard. Yes. This is green made out of pickles. Relish. Yes. This is... It gives you bad breath. You cry when you cut Onion. Them. Yes. This is... Um, it's. It, you could eat it with, like in a bowl if you wanted to by itself or with like, with like some cornbread um, on a cold day. Uh, Chili. Yes. This is what you just said. The the, the stuff that's made out Star-trout. of. Yes. This is um, um, American cheddar uh, gouda. Yeah. Nice. Wow. I mean, like, seriously, was that a record or what? Because that was so <laughs> fast, Edith. Congratulations. Oh, thank you so much. I think you guys needed 25 seconds to get that. That's oh, how fast it was. That was, like, so easy. She's like, boom, boom, boom. She's getting <laughs> guessing things before I even give the clue. Like, yeah. Wow. You guys are on that same page. Edith, you're all set with those tickets to the Age of Chivalry Renaissance Festival. That's at Sunset Park in October. And we'll do Heads Up again in the 8 o'clock hour. And when you win Heads Up in the 8 o'clock hour, tickets to go see Leanne Rhymes. It's Mix 94.1. Why did your parents let you leave school? Have you ever had a parent let you play hooky? I I can't relate to this at all. My parents were not fun parents in this way. They never took you out for anything special or said, hey, Mercedes, stay home from school for this one thing or something that's happening. It was always go to school. Even if I was sick, either go to school or uh, if it was like some sort of a special occasion. No, go to school. Snow day. uh, Oh, dang. Now you have to stay home. It was I could never get out of going to school. My uh, my sister in law. So my niece turned five yesterday and she's I think she's in pre-K is what she's in. But uh, my niece, uh, my sister in law took uh, my niece out of school, surprised her, took her out of school early. And my sister in law is a teacher, too. Um, But she I think she took the day off and took my niece out of school to take her shopping on her birthday at her favorite store, Target. It was a complete surprise. And she said me the video of them like walking through Target and she was just so excited one to be shopping in her favorite store Target but then also that element of surprise of thinking you have to do something going to school and then all of a sudden there's your mom saying hey come with me we got to do something and she took her out of class and just they spent the rest of the day having fun and then they did a birthday celebration last night I remember when I was in grade school my grandmother my parents were out of town and I was staying we were staying with my grandparents and I woke up to get ready to go to school and my grandmother walked into the room and she said guess what like what she goes no school today like huh and she goes yeah you get to stay home with us today I'm like awesome and I stayed home to help my uncles build the deck they were building a deck outside and uh, I just hung out and I was in grade school but I hung out with my uncles all day helped them work on a deck and and that's a moment I remember to this day so vividly Versus going to school that day. They, but you didn't get to do anything. You had to build the deck. So like that was, they just wanted the the child labor. They wanted the labor. That's yeah, what my grandmother yeah. kept me home. They said, wait, wait, how can we get cheap labor? Let's they keep the kids home from school. it up sounding like it was a fun thing for you. But I guess compared to going to school, anything will be fun, right? And I think maybe I swung a hammer and put a couple nails in. I was in maybe fourth, fifth grade. I wasn't like doing hard labor there. It was just more the experience of getting to skip school and just hang out with my uncles all day. Was just an absolute blast. Yeah, that's uh, my parents always made me go. Steph, did your parents ever let you play hooky? I'm looking back on this moment, and I'm just, I don't believe my mom let me do this. There was one morning, I believe I was in fifth or sixth grade, and I was crying. I was so emotional. She goes, what's going on? We're going to be late. And I said, 
I can't put my training bra on. She goes, oh my gosh, honey. And she goes, it's going to be okay. And it's the ones where you put your, your through and you have to strap through the back. And I just could not figure it out. And she goes, it's okay. Do you want to go to school today? I was like, no, I can't put my training bra on. So she let me stay from home so because I couldn't put my training bra on. Oh, man. It. That's like, yeah, that's a traumatizing reason to not go. That When you can't get it on, it's so hard to figure that whole back clip thing out, you know, when you move from the front clip to the back lips and yes. all that. Yeah, it's it's terrifying. She finally te- taught me how. She said, put it in the front and then you just move your way around to the back. Next time, we can't, we can't let you do that skip in school, but today, I'll let you get a pass. Oh, so did you get to watch Prices Right? I sure did. <laughs> and Jeopardy and all that. It's time for the Hot 3 on Mix 94.1. So this morning, let's talk about that cyber attack again. The MGM hacking was not an isolated incident, and it turns out that Caesars Entertainment was the target of hackers. Just before MGM, reports say that the casino operator paid about $15 million of a ransom demanded by the hackers after a cyber attack late last month. In a filing with the Securities and Exchange Commission yesterday, Caesar said the incident response protocols were activated after the suspicious activity was detected. Caesars was reportedly targeted by the same Russian group that has forced MGM resorts to shut down their ATMs or slot machines, their mobile app this week. Things are slowly coming back um, at the properties. And Caesar says that there's no evidence that hackers access passwords or bank information, but then they did acquire driver's license and social security numbers. And oh boy, oh, that, that's a big thing to get. Yeah. Like of some of their players like that. It's just this whole thing is is crazy. It's straight out of a movie. Yeah, the stuff they can do and everything. This was, but they, this, this happens to Caesar's Palace. Caesar's Palace just face, pays the ransom. Like here, here's the money. Yeah, and, we, we don't want anything to do with it. And uh, see, and MGM was like, no. And they tried to. Did you see the statement that the hackers released yesterday? No, what they say? Oh, it's really long. I can't go into it, yeah. but it's basically saying that. Um, they they noticed how MGM tried to shut down their servers, but they had already gotten into them and they were explaining the whole thing. They're like, our goal was not to um, make your machine start spitting out money because that would bode poorly for us in the long run. And it's just, yeah, it's to saying how they got in there. And it's crazy. Which is crazy how they can get into such a large corporation and do the things they do. Imagine if they attacked a small business or something. It's just you have to protect yourself in so many different ways. And we learned they got in through by, by uh, picking up on someone's LinkedIn profile and contacting the help desk to get through. Yeah, it, it's if you get a chance to read it, it's pretty crazy. They just they go into detail with a lot of things. So that's one of the big hot stories this morning. Also, a lot of people are talking about this. You guys all know the painter Bob Ross, right? Classic. May Classic. rest in peace. Yes. yes. He, um, he, the painting that Bob Ross completed on the very first episode of his show, The Joy of Painting, back in 1983, it's on sale right now. You want to take a guess on how much it's uh, it's for sale? In a first ever Bob Ross painting. I'm going to say... It's it's the first uh, that was done on his on show, show. Not uh, his first ever painting. Got it. Iconic yeah. show. I'm going to say $200,000. $9.85 million. What? Yeah. Almost $10 million? It's called A Walk in the Woods, and it's owned by a gallery in Minneapolis, and... 
they actually don't expect anyone to buy it at the price and they're okay with that. The they actually plan to take it on tour is what they want to do. But they say if someone were to make a seven-figure offer, they would definitely consider it. Uh, his paintings are really hard to come by. Most of the ones he did on The Joy of Painting are in storage. And the company that controls his intellectual property says they don't plan on, on selling them. He died in 1995. Let's go back to some of Bob Ross. Evergreen tree. He lives right there. Start with just touching the canvas. Use just the corner of the brush, just the corner, and begin pushing, making the bristles bend slightly downward. See there? Look at that. Isn't that a nice little tree? Isn't that one of the most soothing things ever, just listening to him? Uh, Not just that, but it's probably one of my favorite Halloween costumes that people wear. I love, I cannot tell you the joy that I experience when I see someone dressed as Bob Ross for Halloween. Especially a kid. For me, it's especially a lady. Like, I don't know why (laughs) seeing her like painting a mustache on her face and stuff. Oh my gosh, it just makes me smile. So yeah, that's uh, that's one of my absolute favorites. Okay, finally this morning, check this out. So Sofia Vergara, she might be embracing the single life after her recent separation from Joe Manganiello, but doesn't mean that she likes to joke about it. So the star abruptly ended a bit on America's Got Talent after Howie Mandel made some comments about that. Um, he he was joking with her about being single and she stormed off the stage. She left. Uh, and this isn't the first time he's kind of taken a little dig at her newly found singlehood. Um, he says, if you're looking for eligible bachelors, you should have talked to Sophia during some comments to a, a contestant last month. We have the audio of, of the joke and her storming off here. Here's what that sounded like. Do you see anybody in the audience tonight that you're interested in? Yeah, she was done. She left. <laughs> Dang. You, you know that friend that always takes like your personal issues and makes a joke out of them? Howie is that friend. Like, I, I think we've all had that friend where y- you're going through something and maybe you confide in them and tell them, yeah, I'm having a tough, a tough time. And I think they think they're doing something good for you to try to make uh-huh. you laugh about the situation, but it's really just not helping at all. I think as soon as Howie finished that joke, he may realize that she's walking off the set, too. It's time to, it's time to stop. Uh-huh. Howie, just stop. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? 
Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, I'm about to say something that might be a little sensitive to pet owners, um, especially dog owners. And I'm not I am not like trying to be mean about it or anything, but um, not everyone wants to pet your dog. Okay, not everyone wants to pet your dog. Uh, and I say this as someone who does want to pet your dog. I actually do. Do you, when you're like walking your dog and you're coming across someone uh, going the opposite direction and they're approaching you and your dog's like really curious about them and your dog's sweet as can be, nicest dog ever and wants to like meet this person. So you kind of let them on the leash, approach them. Do you do that or do you just keep your dog away from them? Oh, I keep the dogs away. Unless the, unless the person is approaching once to have something to do with our dogs we've got a chihuahua and then we've got an australian cattle dog if the person is approaching but then i'm still cautious too because i don't know how my dogs are going to react to that person i would never just allow my dogs to run up on someone absolutely not a lot of people do and i've noticed uh this is becoming like more and more of an issue um i personally don't mind it at all i actually love petting dogs and and letting them smell my hand but my uh, husband he has had a couple of really bad interactions with dogs when he was a kid uh he was like attacked by two dogs and it was it, he he has some like ptsd from that and so we go on walks every day and um this happens all the time where we're walking and someone's coming the, the towards us with their dog and you can tell the dog's interested in in us like oh what the tail starts wagging super cute looks so friendly but my husband is like I don't want anything to do with the dog. I just don't have any good experiences with them. So he kind of steps away. And and last night we're walking and this lady with this beautiful dog, really big dog, starts coming towards us. And he's going the opposite direction. And she's like following him like, oh, don't worry. Matt's walking away from the dog? Yeah, he's like kind of walking sideways Uh to kind of get away. And I'm still where I am because I know I got to run an interference here. But the lady goes... Oh, don't worry. She's so friendly. And in my mind, I'm thinking he doesn't care. He doesn't mm-hmm. want anything to do with your dog. Um, and so uh, I go, oh, he uh, he had a bad experience with the dog before, but I I didn't. And I'll pet your dog. So I stayed there and I pet the dog and, you know, talk to her for a second. And meanwhile, he's like almost across the street. He just he didn't want anything to do with with the dog. So I'm wondering, like. If you have a dog, do you let your dog do that? Like, they're really interested and they're friendly as can be. And and maybe, like, that's not the best idea because you don't know if the other person wants anything to do with your dog. Well, that's the thing, too, is if it's a lot of people, they'll take their dogs out. And uh, I'm surprised some people don't have their dogs on a leash. And I'll be walking jacks or running with jacks and a person that doesn't have their dog on a leash. The dog will come running up to us and they always say the same thing. Don't worry. He's friendly. And my response is, well, my guy, he might not be friendly because my dog might not be ready for your dog to come running up on my dog. That yeah. always gets me every time. And then especially someone like Matt, hey, don't worry, he's friendly. Well, you know what? Ah, I've, I've got an issue. I'm not friendly. Don't let your dog after I, me. I don't want to pet your dog mm-hmm. as cute as it may be. Joseph, what do you do? You have two big dogs. Tell us what you do in that situation. I have two great Danes, so mainly... It depends on how they react. If they come up, oh my gosh, that's a 
two big dogs? Yeah, not a problem. I'll let them go. But if they're like really scared of us, oh, don't worry. They're friendly if you want to pet them. And I'll hold the dogs back. If they say, oh, no, we're good. I just laugh and I say, okay, have a nice day. <laughs> well, see, that's cool. I like that. Like you give people the option. Mm-hmm. It's. A, I think it's more of the people that don't give you an option where they're, they're like, no, you will pet them. They're yes. friendly. What do you do with Momo stuff? Do you, do you let Momo approach strangers because he's friendly? No, we never let Momo approach strangers. We've actually, and this might be a little controversial, but we've trained him off the leash and we trained him first with a shock collar, but we never really shocked him. We've only vibrated him and he's highly trained even off the leash in our little courtyard in our neighborhood, in our little apartment complex where we just let him out to the bathroom and we're next to him. He cannot say hi to anyone he goes to the bathroom he stays by my side and we go straight back in and he's not allowed to sniff other dogs he's not supposed to sniff other people passing by and he does really well with that has he ever ran off though like someone comes up walking by he's never ran off no do you think we could do an experiment one day i want to see if i could get him to not listen to you and to come to me (laughs) I bet I could. Oh, you definitely could, especially if you have mango, if you have treats. That that experiment will Don't go your way. Don't listen to your mom and dad. Come, come here. Now back to Mercedes in the morning. On Mix 94.1. Do you think you're going to try this new Stranger Things ice cream that came out? It sounds really good. Some of the you were not a fan of the activated charcoal one? No, they're, the Stranger Things season three, um, Robin and Steve, they work in that ice cream shop called Scoops Ahoy. And now they've come out with Scoops Ahoy ice cream. Real ice cream that you can buy from the movie. Like, it's really cool. They've got, yeah, this activated charcoal one, which is called The Void. It's black. I, yeah, that's just, I just see that turning my mouth Think black. of your teeth. I yeah, you see one. hi to someone. Hi. Yeah. But there's USS Butterscotch, which that to me, I love, love, love butterscotch. That's the one I would go for. Triple Decker Extravaganza, uh, Chocolate Pudding, Cinnabon Bun Bites, a bunch Ooh. of other ones. And you can get them at Walmart now. And I like when they do this, when there's things in a movie and you think, man, I really wish they had that in real life. Now they do. Now you can actually experience these flavors. So here's a question. Our number is 702-364-9400. What is the thing from a movie or a TV show that you wish was actually something that you could use in real life or that you could buy in real life or that just existed in our world? What is it for you? For me, and I was not a big fan, but Star Trek. And I remember watching and seeing Star Trek. They had those transporter things where Spock or Captain Kirk, whatever, would stand in that room and someone would press a button. They would disappear. And then all of a sudden they would reappear wherever they were going on another planet or somewhere else. I think that would be so cool to have those. I got to get home. I'm there in a second. Got to get to work. There in a second. A transporter I, from Star Trek. I've never seen Star Trek, so I don't know what you're talking about, but it sounds amazing. It sounds like it would save a lot of time. Instantly, Mercedes, you would step into this thing, and boom, you just, within a you're second, there. you're transported to the place you need to be. Like, I want to go to Paris today. I'm yes. in Paris. Bonjour. And then, you know, the the, uh, the beam me up, Scotty. Scotty would beam you back to the uh, to the ship. Let's talk to Sabrina. Sabrina, what's a thing from a movie or a show that you wish actually existed in real life? Um, well, for me, it would be the Willy Wonka chocolate factory. Just the factory itself? Well, just, like, yeah, everything that's in there, the chocolate river, and then how they have the kid who can um, 
the part where he got really small and then he got really big again, like that. Oh, the wallpaper that you could lick? Yes. That tasted like stuff? Um, oh, Sabrina, you're on to something. The little flowers that could turn into your uh, teacup and then you bite it and you eat it? Like, there's so many possibilities with that one. That one is really good. For me, I go straight Harry Potter. Okay. Invisibility cloak. I wish there was really an invisibility cloak. You put it on and you are invisible. I... I need to go pick up something at the grocery store. I look terrible. Let me put on my invisibility cloak. <laughs> I'll go in, grab it. No one's going to see me. Um, I mean, you could use it for evil and just grab what you need and walk out. But I would still pay for it. I take it off at the checkout like, hello, and then pay for my stuff. Um, if people are talking crap about you, you could walk over and just sit and listen yes. to what they were saying about you. We need to make the invisibility well, cloak something. Real quick, because I haven't seen Harry Potter. So let's say you do go into the store Mercedes. Do you have, is an actual cloak you'd put on? And then when I just see like the, the box of cereal floating through the aisle because that's not... Yeah, part of the cloak, so but you, you could, see stuff moving around. You could put the box underneath the oh, cloak. Under the cloak so to cover it. Okay, see it. okay. Yeah, there, there's, there's workarounds Got it, for thank sure. you. Evan, what do you want to see from a movie or a TV show in real life? Ooh. Uh, sure. Oh, sure. He's got his radio turned up. He's li- I'm listening to the show, too, with him. I'm like, oh, yeah, that was sound really good. Savannah says, from the movie Hook, I've always wanted to eat the food during the food fight scene. Oh, man, it's been ages since I've seen that one. But I'm guessing it's pretty good. I just know the one line from that that I always quote. Hello, having trouble with the missus. You know about the time you get him. <laughs> That's the only thing I know from that movie. Uh, someone just said second breakfast from Lord of the Rings. Okay, I've never seen Lord of the Rings or read the books. Do you guys know what that is? What is that? Do you get to eat two breakfasts? Second breakfast. You eat one breakfast and you're hungry again. You have a second breakfast? Or maybe like you're at home and you eat a breakfast and then you go to work. And then you have a breakfast at work or something like that. That sounds fantastic. Uh, this one says uh, the glass elevator from Willy Wonka and the Chocolate Factory because it goes in all directions. Yes, that would be a good one. Uh, the broomsticks from Harry Potter. Mm-hmm. Um, the instant food producer on the Jetsons. What oh, was that? Oh, yeah. I remember that. You, I think it was like, look like a microwave and you'd say, I want a hamburger. And you punch a hamburger and just like that, you have a hamburger. And it's, everything's cooked. Everything's, you don't have yeah, to worry about it. You say whatever you want. I want sushi. I want mac and cheese. Whatever. Boom. You push a button and it's right there. Um, this one says, um, DD says, if we could have something in real life from TV, a sci-fi show called Stargate has these big circles you can dial and activate to travel to another planet and galaxies. Ah, I'd be too scared to do that. Yeah, can you get back? What, what if you can't find it? What if I the wrong one? What if they don't have the same machine and then you're stuck there? Where'd Mercedes go? <laughs> She's either stuck on a planet or she has her invisibility cloak on. She's in the set of the movie Hook. Hello. I'm in trouble with the missus. Coming up in just a few minutes, we're going to get to the Hot 3, talk about some of the big stories uh, this morning, this week. It's been a lot uh, just as far as big stories locally, uh, the whole MGM data breach, uh, hackers, uh, Caesars data breach. Those, in my mind, have been like the biggest stories in Vegas this week, don't you think? Huge stories, huge stories. But there's another story, too, that I think I think needs attention. And it's it's a very special story. Did you see the story about how the Vegas Golden Knights fulfill the dying fans 
final wish. This is incredible. This, this, this guy, his name is Michael Bronowitz, and a huge Vegas Golden Knights fan, season ticket holder. He passed away in 2021. He passed away of COVID. Very sad. And one of his final wishes was he said to his wife, he said, if anything ever happens to me in the Vegas Golden Knights, our team wins the Stanley Cup. Promise me you'll try to get them to bring the cup to my gravesite. And he passes away in 2021. Golden Knights win the Stanley Cup this year. And his wife makes it her mission. She's reaching out to the team. Anything we can we do? Can we bring it to my husband's gravesite? This past week, the Vegas Golden Knights visited his gravesite. They had the music playing as they entered the graveyard. It was a bunker memorial gardens. And they went up to his gravesite and they, they took his picture and they put it in the cup and they rested it on the gravesite for his family and his friends to witness. His final wish coming true. That's that's awesome. I love. I also saw that they took the cup to see uh, Shea Michelonis, the uh, injured LV MPD uh, police officer that was shot, and they took it to him too, which I thought was super wow. cool. Yeah, that's that's one of those stories. What what else? What do you think? What's the big story in your world? today or from this week 702-364-9400 though i think those yeah those need to be highlighted whether it's good or bad but stories like that i think are really uh you don't hear those as much as the the big ones i also think the teachers situation is huge and it's still i mean i i am not a teacher i um I, i have a lot of friends that are teachers i have friends that are administrators um and just with what's going on with that and the sick outs and just this contract and why aren't they getting their money like that, that has been something that's just been weighing on me. Um, and I can't imagine if I'm actually directly involved in mm-hmm. it, how it must be weighing on you. But I just um, I, I'm so frustrated on behalf of the teachers for them not being able to get the money that they were promised. You know, it just it doesn't make sense. And I do I try to stay up to date on it and understand what's going on. And it just doesn't seem like they are, they were told that they were going to get this money and then it's not happening. Where is it? What happened to it? Who's getting the money? And it's, I think it's, it's a 10% the first year, 8% raised the second year. And they came back and they got it up to either seven or 8% for that first year. But the second year was that one or 2%. It's, I don't think the teacher's demands are outrageous at all. Like, why can't they just come into terms and, and, and pay them what they're asking for? It's not like it's some crazy, I, we demand 30, 40%. It's 10 and 8% is what they're asking for. Why can't they come to the happy medium and just and make things happen? I, I don't know. Like, that's the thing. You would think at some point, and, and hopefully, I think they're going back to the table and, and, and they're going to be meeting again, which that makes me very happy to hear. And I hope they come up with something. But um, yeah, it's just, that's something that I, I just keep checking on, like to get more details on, to make sure that they've come up with, you know, some agreement and it, the talks were stalled, but Hey, someone who could actually give us a little bit of insight on that is Gina on the phone. Hey, Gina, good morning. Good morning. Hey, we're talking about just like the big stories of the week and, and you work at a school, right? I work at a school. I'm the principal over at Lemons Elementary School, and every year the Nevada report card comes out and writes all our schools, and Lemons is a five-star school. Wow. Yes. Congratulations. Oh, my gosh. That is that is such a huge accomplishment, Gina. Like, what kinds of criteria is that based on? They base it on achievement. They base it on growth. They look into our chronic absenteeism. There's a lot of components that go into it, and our students, our teachers, our families absolutely crushed it. How has um, this whole situation with the teachers affected you and Lummis Elementary? 
you know, we just keep pushing through. We keep a smile on our face. The students come first, and I'm just so proud of my staff. You should be. That's pretty awesome. That's uh, does alum, what's the what's the mascot of Lummis Elementary? We are a laser because we opened in 1992 when fiber optics were all the rage. You're the lasers? I've never heard of that what? as a mascot. That's awesome. What is the actual mascot? Is it look, look, looks like a laser, a lightning bolt? What's the physical it, mascot? No, it, it, it's a laser, and every year we get very creative with it. So this year it's a garden theme, and so we say Lummis lasers are on point, and we sort of tie that into a cactus. Oh, this school just sounds unbelievable, Gina. <laughs> That's awesome. Do you guys have a song, like a Lummis Elementary School song? We do have a school song, but I'm not going to sing it for oh, you. Oh, go, you Lummis Lasers. <laughs> you are the best in town. <laughs> Five stars makes you amazing. Congratulations, Gina. And, and please congratulate everyone over at Lummis. That's a huge accomplishment. And that's your news of the week. I love that's That's a five-star story that's for five. me. <laughs> go Lasers. It's time for the Hot 3 on Mix 94.1. Earlier this morning, we were talking about Olivia Rodrigo and how she's going on tour. Uh, Guts, her latest album, just came out a week ago. Song Vampire. Everyone is like, oh, why is she not stopping in Vegas? Well, guess what? New dates were just announced minutes ago. And hold on, staff. Here you go. Your day's going to turn around. Vegas is still not on the list. (laughs) I know. I'm looking at this. I'm like, she just added 10 new North America dates on her Guts World Tour. Um, you were Chicago. That's like a lot of it is just extra nights. Mm-hmm. Uh, Chicago, Boston, New York, San Francisco, Seattle, uh, Inglewood, uh, California. So yeah, there's just um and and this one this tour is the arena tour because last tour the sour tour was a theater tour. So I'm thinking, wow, we have T-Mobile Arena, we have MGM Grand Garden Arena, we have all these arenas here for options for Las Vegas, and still nothing. I'm really surprised. I just don't. The disrespect, the audacity and the disrespect sometimes. But what, what's the thinking, though? Why would she not come here? I'm always blown away when a major, if there's a major tour, it doesn't have a stop in Las Vegas. What's their, her team has a lot, they're thinking that there's logic behind them, their process because they're going to be in Palm Springs. Are they in Salt Lake? I think they're going to be close enough cities that they think will drive there. Why not come here? The Mecca. Yeah, I have no idea. It just seems to make sense. But I have a feeling that the fact that we have the casinos here kind of throws a wrench into things. Uh, I feel like the casino money that can be thrown at the artist is different than just, you know, a city that has actual venues. Mm-hmm. I mean, we have actual venues. Do you know what I mean? I just feel like then there becomes a bidding war because this casino can pay more and this. I don't know. that that I have no confirmation on that whatsoever. That's just my guess. Is she Super Bowl halftime show contender? Not that I've heard. No, do you think that would work or if, if we get that would be? Uh, probably not by yourself. But yeah. I, I mean, I kind of feel like that's a privilege that you got to earn. Mm-hmm. And I, I love her to death, but do you? I mean, do you think she should be the Super Bowl? I don't think no. No, I, that, no. It's not, not at that level yet. Yeah, but I think one day she could be. Yeah, for sure. So, yeah, well. new new gut states announced, but none for <laughs> us. Sorry about that, guys. Uh, speaking of you know shows, the September 29th, That is when U two is bringing their Las Vegas residency to the the Sphere. It's said to be the largest entertainment venue in the world, and it features an, a giant 18k, 160 thousand square foot screen, unlike any that you've ever seen. It wraps up an 
over the audience in a resolution over a hundred times better than the best TV screen out there. Throw in 167,000 speaker drivers, amplifiers, and processing channels, which drive 1,586 speakers, all at a cost of $2 billion, and you've got one incredible entertainment experience on your hands. The cost is $2 billion? Yep. A billion, yes. And, and there, that album they're doing they're doing octoon babies the album they're doing and that tour was the zoo tv tour and that just the tour itself was cars floating around tvs everywhere it was it was an experience to watch it to see what they do here here in vegas the sphere is gonna be crazy i checked um and the next show you can buy tickets for is on october 8th and they start at 1450 dollars. that was when i checked last <laughs> night <laughs> so uh, i don't know about that uh, i hope my tickets come through i'm hoping my tickets come through uh, i'm sure they will well, I'm sure you're the biggest YouTube fan out there. You got to get into that show. Finally, this morning, um, if you have a pile of VHS tapes that haven't been touched since the dawn of digital media, Is that a message from someone sending me, I got tickets. That, that's, that's someone sent me something. Say I got YouTube it's, about, it's actually about Olivia Rodrigo tickets, oddly enough. Oh. <laughs> um, so, um, someone, uh, so, so if you have a bunch of VHS tapes that you haven't touched forever you might be able to make a fortune on them so blockbuster video cassettes are obviously a a a relic um with technology moving from vhs to dvd blu-ray and now streaming but they're still really popular among a lot of like cult cinema collectors and a lot of them are going for shocking amounts on ebay um including films like back to the future even like newer movies with a cult following like fast and the furious um now obviously just posting them on ebay doesn't guarantee you big money the condition has to be really good vhs tapes degrade 10 percent to 20 percent over 10 to 25 years and some you know some of the footage could be skewed with age but like I'll give you some examples here. So the current listing price for the 1989 condition brand new um, videotape of Back to the Future is $14,080. That's the current listing price. Again, that doesn't mean you're going to get that, but Mm -hmm. that's what it's listed as. Gremlins, the release date, uh, $1985, $4,500 it's listed at. Um, These are all in brand new condition. Um, The movie, the... uh, Taxi Driver, the uh, collector's edition, it was released in 1999, $300. It's up there for The Goonies, 1986, brand new tape is listed currently at $125,000. Okay, everyone, call your parents, go have them go to the attic. Do you have any of these things? We have a coworker, Channel 8, that sold the VHS of Empire Strikes Back. It wasn't sealed. It wasn't. It was used and everything. He had watched it over and over. But he got like seven hundred bucks for that, and that was it was used. But still, seven hundred bucks off a VHS tape from the eighties is big money. I see. I am having such regret right now because we had tons of them, and we gave them. I gave them to one of our coworkers. Would it be rude if I asked for them back? Not at all. <laughs> hey, you know all those VHS tapes I gave you? Can I have them back, please? Uh, who's this? Maru? I'm sorry. You got the wrong number. You have to be really careful when you're snooping because you never know if you're going to find something that you didn't want to find. What is the weirdest thing you found while snooping or the thing that you wish you didn't find? 702-364-9400. I found something deeply disturbing once and I was 
I just thought of it because we were talking about VHS tapes and how they're worth a ton of money now. Mm -hmm. And um, I remember when I was a kid, I went into my parents' room because I they had one of those TVs that was also a VCR. It was like all in one. Holy high tech! Yeah, yes. they, that, yeah. like they 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 put that in their room. We had the <laughs> the, the two separate ones. Still, it was there. a cool little thing back. Yeah, yeah. I totally remember that. Yeah. So they had one of those in their room, and I remember wanting to watch a movie. I can't remember, and I was like, I think that movie is in my parents' room. So I went in there, and I was going through the VHS tapes, and. I don't know why, but then I just was like, maybe it's in this drawer. And I opened the drawer and there was just a bunch of junk. It was like their, their bedroom junk drawer. <sighs> oh, no, wait, well, oh, hold on. Gosh. We're talking snooping. What you if found you found something you didn't want to find? You, you won't be able to beat mine. I don't think you will. Your parents' junk drawer. So I'm going through there. There's like a bunch of papers. Mm-hmm. There's like some like... Uh, random necklaces. Uh huh. What kind of necklaces? L- like, what do you mean? I just okay. Go on. No, never mind. That could be something different. No. What do you mean? What do you mean? Like necklaces? Wait, Is there big, some... big beads? No. Okay. What well, does that mean? I can't, I can't get into too much. What? What? Am I show. missing something? What? What does that mean? I was thinking of this. Don't be offended. What? Yes. Those look like necklaces? I'm sorry. I'm not well-versed in that world, JC. <laughs> Apparently, you know a lot more about it than I do. I don't. I'm just you're Your leading is honest on your parents' bedroom. No, the drug it's drawer. not that. Okay, okay. Um, I don't even know what that looks like, honestly. I, li- I live a very sheltered life. <laughs> now I'm really confused. Those are like, uh, like a gold necklace. Okay. That you would get that confused with for that? You didn't say. You said a necklace. I'm... You said a necklace. Oh, my god. Go on, go on, go on. So I'm going through, and then I find, like, a bunch of, like, um, pictures where it's just like, there's a picture of the family standing in the front yard, and here's a picture of this. And so I'm like, oh, pictures. I start going through the pictures, and then I stop dead in my tracks. And there is a picture that I forever cannot get out of my mind. It was a picture. Don't ever mention this to my mom when she comes on the show, please. Don't ever. Like, we we nix this here. We're amongst a close group. This, this stays amongst us, okay? Mm-hmm. I found a picture of my mom naked that my dad must have taken. And it was taken in that very bedroom. Oh, they did a seductive photo shoot. It was just one picture. There was no, not a bunch of them. Really? It was just one. And to this day, like, I'm not going to even tell you how how she was posing. Well, out of all respect, was she on the bed? Was she standing? Was it a candid? Or this was it, like she, she was... She was standing. So you're dead. <laughs> <laughs> But wait, hold on. This was with other photos. So you think your dad like took pictures of the family picnic and then that night he had like one extra picture and he took it of your mom yes. and then got them developed. She was naked. Wow. And I keep thinking like, this is when you had to get them developed. Well, you had to take it somewhere like, else. Yeah, the photo it, it wasn't at like a Polaroid picture. Uh-huh. It, like he had, there's like a photo negative of this somewhere. And I keep thinking of the person who developed them. And like, did they make another copy? I was like, oh my gosh. I found that picture and I was like mortified. I didn't speak to my parents for a week. They couldn't figure out why. Mm-hmm. I was just like, leave me alone. And I wouldn't speak to them because I was so upset about it. It is sweet, though, to see how much your parents were in love what? and doing stuff like that. Yes, it's very sweet. That's your, your dad. It, imagine back then if your dad had a... wonder what's on your dad's cell phone, the pictures he took. 
once he got the, the camera on his phone, he used to take pictures all the time. I don't think they did that, but now I'm going to go check. <laughs> <laughs> I think that is very sweet. What? JC, if I don't want to see the... it. No, I don't. Are you kidding me? I would not want to see it, the but I think pose, it's sweet. The pose. Hand over her head. No. The... I like I can't even do it because it would be like <laughs> it would be something you could go to HR. Over. Yeah. Oh, okay. Good for your mom. Good for her. I won't say anything. I what, won't say anything. Here. What did you find while snooping, Jenny? Did you find something while snooping? Hi. Yes, I did. Um, so I was going through my dad's cabinets and I found a pill bottle. And I looked it up, and it was actually for a serious STD that my dad had that I had no idea about. Oh, my goodness. Did you and did you say anything to him about it? I did not. He still has no idea that I know. Oh, no. yeah. Like, let's keep that a secret. <laughs> <laughs> dad, well, the, well, we glad you got treated for it. <laughs> hey, yo, you ready? Now. Now. It's time for Mercedes in the Morning's Oh Wow Wheel on Mix 94.1. All right, let's go to Lauren, who's on the phone. Lauren, you are with your daughter, Scarlett. Good morning. How are you guys? Scarlett, are you headed to school? Yeah. All right. Well, you're transferring. Oh, you're transferring. Oh, my gosh. Well, then we need to celebrate with a big spin on the Oh Wow Wheel. Let's do this. Okay, JC spun it. It has landed on, oh my gosh, I was going to say, again, it landed on Steph. Oh, But here's the thing. It was like just a tick away from landing on you, JC. So if if you guys give Steph the veto, Lauren and Scarlett, it's going to move over to JC's song, okay? Okay. Okay, so Steph, we have all new categories this week. Tell us the category and tell us your song. So this year, it marks 50 years of hip-hop. So my category, I went with a throwback hip-hop song, something fun and upbeat, from 2005, Lose Control by Missy Elliott. Ooh! Lauren, Scarlett, what do you think? You let it play or do we veto? Let it play! We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? You spend it here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. T-Mobile.com. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. Calling all pop culture enthusiasts. Are you obsessed with all things celebrity? Do you live for the drama, the laughs, and the unexpected moments that unfold on social media? Then you're going to want to tune in to the Comments by Celebs podcast. Join us three times a week as we deep dive into every aspect of pop culture. Whether it's dissecting the latest trends or just chatting about your favorite celebs, Comments by Celebs has you covered. We have new episodes out every week. Follow and listen to Comments by Celebs on the free Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. 
Steph's song plays on the Friday morning. Oh, wow, wheel. That's fun. Yeah, to celebrate Fifth of Hip Hop and R&B, she went with a throwback song, Missy Elliott and Sierra Lose Control. And if she would have gotten the veto, JC, it would have moved over to you. What was your category this week and what was your song? You know, I've been picking a lot of 80s stuff like the past four or five weeks. So this week, I just went a new category, went with 90s, and the category is a song that came out in 1999. And I went with Filters, Take a Picture. Uh, I just went late 90s, and it's a song I love and wanted to get on the air in some way, so I looked it up. What did your filter co- picture come out? 1999. All right. I, I asked because I did something similar this week for my category. I wasn't in the mix, but because everyone's talking about how NSYNC reunited on the VMA stage, they just put out a new song called Better Place. It's going to be in the new Trolls movie, and that's their first new song Featuring the original NSYNC lineup since 2001. So I picked songs from 2001, and my pick was Miss Jackson by Outkast. Nice. There are a lot of good songs in 2001. That was a hard one for me to pick. I'm going through them like, oh, I love that song. Oh, I love that song. So there you go. Maybe you'll hear some of these songs next hour when we take it back to the 90s and the 2000s and the 2010s with the Friday Rewind. You can always get your requests in early at 702-364-9400. Well, here's another throwback for you. Blink-182, what's my age again? It's on. It's Mix 94.1. It's time for Heads Up with Mercedes in the Morning on Mix 94.1. All right, let's get our contestant. It is Julie. Hey, Julie. Hi, good morning, guys. Good morning. morning. You're color 20. You're playing Heads Up for these Leanne Rimes tickets. Your category is Mrs. Officer. National Police Women Day was on Tuesday. So these are all things that are associated with the police, Okay. Okay. All right, let's do this. Now, who do you want to pick as your partner this morning? Um, Casey. All right. All right, Julie, here we go. 60 seconds on the clock. You get six correct and you win, and we start now. They would put these on your wrist to kind of restrain you. Handcuffs. Yes. They would turn this on so you would hear the police car coming. It makes it. Yes. You get a speeding one of these. You're going really fast. Yes, a ticket. I pull you over. I need to see this. You have to show me this. Yes. Yes. You get arrested. You don't go to prison. You would go to a jail. Yes. Um, I drive this car. Uh, what what kind of car? I'm a police officer, so it's a what? Police car. Um, different name for police car. Um, we'll, we'll pass it. We'll skip that one. Pass. If you're going real fast, you would get a ticket for what? Speeding. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I feel like. That cop car should have just been given to you. It was cop car, but I... I that's all right. I, oh, yeah, that's a weird one. Way, I, I think we were just going to see if uh, you could do it in time. And you did, and you win. Congratulations. Thank you so much. Julie, thank you for listening. You're all set with us. Tickets to see Leanne Rimes' Joy, the holiday tour at the Venetian Theater. That's happening in December, so congratulations. Now, next hour, we've got your tickets to the Mix 94.1 Soundhouse, and that happens right around 940. 
Las Vegas Grand Prix is coming up here. It's going to be here before you With know it. a couple it. months, yeah. Yeah, and uh, we're getting ready. Uh, you can see the changes in the roads all over, the construction, the repaving. And there's an article in today's RJ that talks about how the hotel room rates for Las Vegas Grand Prix weekend have fallen by nearly 60% Whoa. since they were posted last fall. Do you remember when it was announced and the room rates just crazy mm-hmm. like went uh, people were like how am i gonna be able to afford to stay there now they're plummeting um a lot of people like industry experts are saying this doesn't mean that there's not interest in people coming to the event um but it does mean that maybe they overshot their shot as far as the room rates go. What do you think? Yeah. Do they just price themselves out by ha- having them start at such a high price? Because like, you could then technically get a room at the Bellagio, hopefully get the strip view, and then just watch the race from your room. You could see it on the TV at the same time as the race drives by the front of the casino, in front of the hotel. And if the rates are, if they're dropping the rates, not a bad deal. One of my like favorite travel like hacks is as soon as it's a place is on your radar, to get a room um, or, or to visit, you get a room, you book it, just book it and make sure it's the kind that you can cancel like a week before book it, get it locked into a, to that rate. Then every month, check back, rebook it like it's your first time going there, go mm-hmm. from a different browser, to whatever, and see what the price is. Every single time I have done this, the price has gone down. You just do it to the month leading up to it. Steph, I did you you tried that for something, didn't you? Yes, I did that a couple days ago. Me and my husband have a Philippines trip at the end of the year, and we're staying at this beautiful island called Boracay. It's a beautiful tourist city. And we had our hotels booked back in February. We checked recently and the prices were almost a hundred to two hundred U.S. dollars off, and in Filipinos pesos, we got so much more because of the currency exchange. So, because of you, Mercedes, and you told me that hack, I told James about it, and now we are checking constantly. Yeah, keep checking because it might go down even more. But like on this Las Vegas Grand Prix run, mm-hmm. you made the you made the reservations last year, and you check them now, and they're sixty percent off. I'm rebooking yes. immediately, and I continue to look. But do you guys think? Do you think that maybe some of these, um, the businesses either got really selfish or expected too much? Do you think that this is an indication on the interest and people coming in? Because they were like, well, that's too expensive. I can't afford that. I'm not going to go in for that. Did they start at that higher rate thinking if it doesn't work, we'll just lower them? But then with this theory of yours, Mercedes are going to shoot themselves in the foot. Because if I booked a room at $1,000 a night, let's say, and now it's cheaper for this rate, I'm going to cancel it and and book the cheaper rate and save myself some money. And here's something I learned, too. We were talking about the trees. How we're upset about them cutting down the trees in front of the Bellagio to make way for the... um, the grandstands, and I understand progress. We got to do all that stuff and everything. And just something about it bothered us. I just learned this this week. Those trees, because people were showing photos when the Bellagio first opened, they were very mature trees going into the whole thing. I didn't know this. Those trees came from the Dunes Golf Course. Yeah, they replanted yes. all the stuff over there. Yeah, and so those those were like. Th- those are history. Yes, but they're gone. Gone. So even so, like, oh, it stinks to cut down those trees. But those trees were part of the, uh, Vegas for such a long time. The Dunes Golf Course right there. They they were saving those trees, and they planted them in front of the Bellagio. So they're already beautiful trees. And then we chopped them down. That whole thing bothers me so much. That's like a whole other topic right mm. there. Hey, Joey, good morning. What do you think? 
Good morning. I heard that the Formula One was charging the hotels $1,500 per room, whether they're booked or not, or they'll put screens up in front of the hotel so they don't have access to view the race. Yeah, we were talking about that uh, a couple of weeks ago, too. It's it's crazy. I, I have a friend who's a part owner in a restaurant that looks directly onto the strip. And we were talking to her, and we're like, wow, this is going to be great for F1. And she's like, not unless I pay X amount of dollars, they're going to block my view. And I'm like, how can they do that? And she's like, you have to pay them if you want to be able to see the race from here. It's it's crazy, and it's not. It's not per bill. It's per person, is it not? So if you, if you have a restaurant that seats fifty the people, the capacity is two hundred. Then yeah, you got to pay. It's not a flat fee. No, no, no. This is extortion. I'm just thinking, really like, is. what if you're walking on the strip? You have to close your eyes <laughs> unless you pay. Then you can open your eyes. Don't people. look. <laughs> Hold out cardboard so you can't see. You can't see the race. It's time for the Hot 3 on Mix 94.1. All right. So here's what's going on this morning. I guess the major TV and film studios have agreed to resume their contract talks with the striking Hollywood writers. Uh, The Alliance of Motion Pictures and Television Producers, they uh, released a statement yesterday saying that it was working to schedule a meeting. Who knows if that happens? I, I hope it does because it's... Man, you can only handle so much like game shows and reruns, right? The new reality shows coming out, and and, and the um, the actors and actresses can't get out there and promote their movies that are coming out. And look at Barbie, what a smash success Barbie was, and that was limited promotion with the with the cast because yeah. the strike was right, hitting right when the movie was coming out. And they say that just with the movie, um, with that that one has to be on the lookout for the Taylor Swift concert movie that's going to be coming out because that's breaking all sorts of records. Records also right now pre-sale for that movie is now at 65 million dollars pre-sale yeah and they say it could go go way higher than that oh yeah yeah they're they say that um the proje- proje- ugh, projections now show it passing the hundred million dollar mark so it's it's just massive so box office is doing well <laughs> yeah exactly and you, you you did a story before that movies that were scheduled or planning on opening up that weekend everything was great october 13th i think you said it was um you know planning on moving taylor swift announces this thing's coming out studios are moving the release dates because they don't want to go up against taylor They're like absolutely not we'll just wait you yeah know? we'll wait till it's our turn uh also this morning if you have daughters or young ones for that matter that love disney princesses do you ever get a little worried about the exposure to Disney princesses and if that's going to be an issue for their self-esteem. If you have, don't worry. Researchers, they just did this study and they found that uh, princesses like Snow White and Sleeping Beauty, they don't harm kids' self-esteem or their sense of confidence or their body image. They actually help boost it. They say that kids who love the princesses with the, like the thinner bodies, they don't have so lower self-esteem because of it. And the kids who love princesses with like average or the more athletic bodies like Merida and Moana and Mulan, they're likely to be really confident about their bodies and more active, in fact, in the ways that they play. Positive um, positive things for kids to see. Mer- 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 what was the first one? Merida? Merida. Where's Merida from? Uh, Brave. Oh, okay. Do you know which one she is? Uh, red hair, right? Yeah. 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 Okay. Uh, Merida. <laughs> Where's Merida from? I haven't seen half these movies. I don't have any kids. So it's That's like, right. I, you miss, when you don't have kids, you miss like the second coming of everything. You miss going through all the Disney stuff again. You miss doing homework again. You miss all that stuff. We don't have kids. You're just one and done. Uh, do you want, do you want to ask any questions involving kids or kids stuff that maybe we can answer for you? 
Mm, let's see here. Kids or kids stuff. Is there anything that you're you're kind of intrigued about, but you don't know because you don't have kids? Well, or... What's that moment like for you when, when a child comes out of you? Oh, my gosh. Like, seriously. We're really going there? No, what's it when you I hold... was like, I can answer questions about <laughs> cartoons. <laughs> when I want it, what's the feeling like when you hold... I mean, you, if you really think about it, you and Matt created a life. People create lives. What is is it a feeling you can't describe when you hold your child for the first time? Well, yes. I mean, it's in. It, it, there's just no words to describe it. It's it, like breathtaking, but at the same time, it be prepared to constantly have a sense of worry for the rest of your life. Like I always have just like this worry, like you have so much happiness and you have so much excitement and just so much love and you can't contain it. But at the very bottom, there's a constant like just stream of worrying about where are they? What are they doing? Are they okay? Do they need me? You know what? Did someone hurt their feelings? Did someone say something like that's always at least for me like in the back of your mind okay my second question is your 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 daughter has a new friend and friends friends great but you don't like the parents how do you handle that um uh, is this is hypothetical you said <laughs> or did i talk to you <laughs> i don't um um I, you know what? I, I don't say anything. I just do my best not to interact. Okay. <laughs> Let her have best. a friendship yeah. with a friend. You have to be exactly. friends with the parents. Okay, good. You good. don't have to like them. Interesting <laughs> questions. Interesting questions. <laughs> um, Let's see. What else? Uh, finally, this morning, the good news. You're going to love this. You are going to love this. Huge news in dad fashion, even if you're not a dad. Jorts are officially cool again. No kidding. Gen Z obsessed with them. And we're not talking just cutoffs here. We're talking like the long baggy jean shorts that your dad used to wear. The short tight cutoffs and Daisy Dukes, those never went out of fashion. But now the 90s style longer ones that go down past your knees, those are trendy, especially for women. There's a ton of TikTok videos on how to incorporate them into outfits. Even the cargo pant jorts are acceptable again. Um, not clear if like, you know, the middle-aged dads can pull off the look. I think you can, but um, I, you know, maybe you have to be young to make it cool. Yeah, there you go. John Cena, the ultimate jorts dad. Um, but he doesn't have kids, though, does he? He doesn't uh, want kids. Didn't he get enough? That was why he broke yeah. out with Nikki or the Bella. Nikki Bella. Yeah. yeah, he doesn't want kids. But he was paying homage to the dads with those shorts. <laughs> Much respect for the dads. But if you have them, be prepared. Your kid might steal them from you because they're cool again. I never got into jorts. I never did. Cargo shorts I did have with all the pockets and the hammer holder and everything else. I just never got into jorts. Maybe it's time. No. <laughs> Maybe it's time. I'm not ready for that we're getting a bunch of texts about uh you you asked what is it like like having kids and fe the feelings that you feel and jc doesn't have kids i have two of them and and you were we were just talking about you know what it's like to be a parent and someone uh had texted you also get a non-stop uh conversations about how you messed up their life <laughs> I, I i don't necessarily agree with that but on occasion that happens I, it, it made me think of a conversation i had with my daughter this week she um i was facetiming sophie she's at school right now she's at um she goes to school in san diego and um it, like I just wanted she, she wanted to check in with me to see how I was doing because I kind of had a stressful week and some stuff had happened. And I wasn't I wasn't doing great. And she knew it. And she's like 
she and I have like a weird telepathic thing. I don't have to say anything and she knows something's wrong. Like she'll just call out of nowhere and just say, what's wrong? And I'm like, nothing's wrong. Why? She's like, I know something's wrong. And she's right. She picks I, up yeah. on it. Wow. It's weird. So she, she FaceTimes. She's like, what's going on? Are you okay? And I was like, yeah, I'm great. And she's like, tell the truth. What's wrong? I can tell you're not great. And I was like, I am fantastic. I'm totally lying. <laughs> <laughs> if you said it like that, I think everyone listening goes right now. Everything's not right. She, and she got mad at me because she could tell I was stressed. And I said, I just don't want to burden you with my problems. And she said, well, I know I get that same trait from you. Because she's the same way. When she has an issue, she doesn't want to tell me, and I get mad at her. Is there, what's the, like, bad trait that you inherited from your parent? That's the one she inherited from me. She just, she will not, we talked a little bit about this yesterday. Yeah. Like, I don't like to talk about my problems to people. I just don't. I don't want to burden them. It's like, I don't, I don't want to come off as I'm complaining. And so I just don't say anything. And she knew it, and she said, well, I got that from you. I got it from watching you. <laughs> <laughs> the drugs that, where'd you learn how to do drugs from watching you where'd you learn how to not burden other people with your problems by watching you. watching you did you get a bad trait from your parents well I, I want to talk to my brother and his kid because this I was just telling someone this over the weekend and it really upsets me so my, 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 my dad is a Cowboys fan he, my dad came from Cuba the first book he read was about Tom Landry and America's team so he embraced the Dallas Cowboys and then he moves to Philly and still a Cowboys fan raises my brother and I to be Cowboys fan and you get a lot of heat when you're in Philly as a Cowboys fan. That's just the way it is. So my brother has a kid, and he starts to raise him as a Cowboys fan. And then last year when the Eagles go to the Super Bowl, his son gets excited for the Eagles, and now he's he's now flipped, and his son is an Eagles fan, and he's embracing it. And he even sent out a message, just so everyone knows, JP is an Eagles fan, an Eagles fan for life. And I'm like, dude, he's supposed to be a Cowboys fan like us. And my brother's response was, I don't want him to get teased in school like we did. And I'm like, that builds character. That was part of being a Cowboys fan in Philadelphia. So that's something that my, a trait that my, my nephew doesn't get from his father is he'd be an Eagles fan instead of a Cowboys fan. Okay, I just want to go back. You're giving him a hard time for becoming an Eagles fan. But, Steph, maybe I'm, I'm, I'm not remembering this correctly, but weren't you going for the Eagles last year because, oh, my mom is a fan. I was, yeah, because the Cowboys were out. I was but happy to see. But if you're a true Cowboys fan, you'd hate the Eagles. No matter what, you'd go against them. But No, no not to, to a point. The Cowboys were out of it. Mm. And to see my mom and family members be happy about the Eagles winning, absolutely. So you're, But you're only happy about the Eagles winning when the Cowboys are out. Because I think you should be happy about JP being excited about them. He's an Eagles fan 24-7. He's not going to root for the Cowboys. When the Cowboys play the Eagles in the regular season, it's Dallas all the way. It's Dallas all the way to the Super Bowl. He is now an Eagles fan. That's not how it's supposed to be. He's supposed to be a Cowboys fan. I can't say anything because... I, I feel like you're sending us mixed messages. When can you vote for the? When can you go for the Eagles? I I was happy to see the Eagles <laughs> in the Super Bowl for my mom. I'm sorry for wanting my mom <laughs> to have happiness. Okay, so then what if they're saying the same thing that your brother's going for the Eagles for your mom for her happiness? No, he's got to be a Cowboys <laughs> I, fan. Only, but not for your son. <laughs> only for our mom. He's got to be a Cowboys fan for life. <laughs> I'm telling you, Mercedes is madness. I'll never let you live that down. Also, never let you live down how you only go for the Phillies when they're in the playoffs. <laughs> well, what can I say? I'm kidding.
LL Cool J on the Friday Rewind. It's now time for the Friday Rewind quiz. This is when we take it back to another year and we try to figure out based on the clues, based on the era, what the song is when it's played backwards. Now, what year are we going with today? 2008. Okay, 2008. What do you got? So just so you know, September 2008. The new TV show was Sons of Anarchy. And do you remember True Blood on HBO? I used to love that show, yes. That debuted in September of 2008. So here is the song. Top 20 hit. Played in reverse. Tell us what it is. I know the artist. I'm trying to remember the name of the song. Paper planes, M- MIA. Is that it? Paper planes? Paper airplanes. Air- airplanes. Yeah. Oh, okay. Oh, Close wait, hold on. Hold on, Steph. Steph, what are you saying, Steph? Paper planes is right. Oh. oh so who was right and who was wrong here? <laughs> Sorry, JC. She's right. Well, hey, I'll give it to you anyway, my friend. It's awesome. Yeah. Paper planes, MIA. And it plays. It's from 2008. It's Mix 94.1. Madonna is trending this morning. The singer is thanking Pepsi for re-releasing her 1989 Pepsi commercial for um, over at the VMAs the other night. It featured the song "Like a Prayer." The ad, rather, got pulled amid controversy surrounding the song's music video. So Madonna posted, thank you, Pepsi, for finally realizing the genius of our collaboration. Artists are here to disturb the peace. At the time of its original release, Pepsi reportedly paid Madonna an unprecedented $5 million to partner with the brand. What would it be today, I wonder? I know. $5 million for Madonna. $5 million in 1990 is huge. I'm looking to see what it would be, like the equivalent now, what it would be today. Yeah, that's uh, that's pretty big, but they finally aired it, and uh, nice little double. Almost yeah. double, yeah, more than double, yeah. Nice little uh, flashback with that song. Also trending this morning, Time Next 100 is trending. It's the list that Time Magazine puts out where it, it recognizes 100 emerging leaders from around the world. Kelsey Ballerini is on there, Ice Spice, Haley Bieber, Paul Mescal, um, Tyler James Williams, just for starters. And there are three different covers for the print version. You've got one with Kelsey Ballerini, one with uh, quarterback Jalen Hurts, and then one with chef Mary Sacco, um, all gracing their own covers. There are over 50 women on this year's list, by the way, which I think is very cool. It also includes political figures like J.D. Vance and Shalonda Young, athletes like Jalen Hurts and Angel Reese, artists like Corey Hawkins and Emma Corrin, and advocates like Christina Dahl and Peter Reinhardt. Well, that's fantastic. I, I remember I got Time Magazine from my brother as a gift one year. I just wanted, like, I wanted something newsy to read, and he got it for me, and just it just kept auto-subscribing every year. And so he would just you know figure it was a gift that kept on giving. And then I moved in our house in 2010, and I never thought, like, Brought that to my brother's attention, and he was like paying for it for like three years. So, oh my gosh! So whoever moved into our house for like, because it was like in 2013, he's like, "Hey, you still enjoy time?" And I'm like, "Oh my god, I never changed the address on that." 
And he's like, dude, I've been paying it for the past three years. Whoever got our house. They're like, thank you so much, Jorge <laughs> Fernandez. <laughs> three years with a Time magazine. I appreciate magazine. it. Um, and then finally, this morning, Scoops Ahoy is trending. You can now have a taste of the upside down from Stranger Things with a new line of ice cream inspired by Scoops Ahoy, the shop in season three. It's where Steve and Robin worked. There's even a flavor called The Void, and it has activated charcoal in it, so it's black. There's six other flavors. There's USS Butterscotch, Triple Decker Extravaganza, Chocolate Pudding, Cinnamon Bun Bites, Mint Flare, and Pineapple Upside Down. It is currently and exclusively sold at Walmart. You can get a 14-ounce container for about 5 bucks, and that's what's trending. In just about 10 minutes, we have your tickets to the Mix 94.1 Sound House, and here are the details. What a treat we have in studio right now. Jay, Jay left the studio early and he's dancing. <laughs> four minutes and 20, or four hours and 22 minutes is what it took for me at the beginning of the show. I said, I'm surprised Jay Love hasn't talked to me about fantasy football. And he just walked in the studio and goes, We got to talk fantasy football. We got to do a side bet because, uh, you know, my team is awesome and uh want to do dinner or lunch or something like what's that? your record did you win game one yeah you did oh dude i i remember you know i was second in the league with points i oh, also oh. won game one and oh. he, he's currently beating me by six whopping points you know <laughs> he's ba- he's bouncing around like a child right now you, he's just like he's, da- he's literally dancing <laughs> i can't wait to see if, if i beat him this week it's take it to him please I will. <laughs> that is it for us on a friday hey you guys thank you so much for a great week If you missed anything from the show this week, you can always download our podcast. Download that Odyssey app, and you can get everything you need in one convenient location. Best of all, it is absolutely free. You have a great weekend. You have a great weekend. You have a great weekend. And we'll see you on Monday. Did you miss any part of Mercedes in the Morning? Catch up now by downloading today's show on the Odyssey app. Mercedes in the Morning returns Monday morning on Mix 94.1. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly.